Hello and welcome back to another episode of Tiger Talk, the official podcast of Worksop Town Football Club. We're into episode 9 now and unfortunately the game we'll be talking about was a dreary one to say the least. However, joining me on the podcast after a few weeks away is Luke Averton. Luke, uh, it's a pleasure to have you back. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing alright, thank you Dev. Um, yeah, pleasure to be back. Uh, can't remember the last one we did, it was quite a while ago. But, um... But yeah, it's uh, it's good to be back and back on the podcast. Obviously, it's been a few hard, a few weeks that have been hard for yourself, uh, which we'll get onto uh, later in the podcast. But uh, here's what's on today's show: uh, the aforementioned walk for Sponge. We'll be hearing from Richard and, and you know talking about that. Uh, a real positive this last week and, and month, really. Um, then we will talk about the defeat to Lincoln United. Uh, and then to find, finish off the, the podcast, we will uh, preview Shildon at home uh, before we look at the Senior Cup game at Sandy Lane against our old friends, Handsworth. So let's get into it. So as mentioned, we begin this week with the most positive news uh, of the weekend, uh, and as I mentioned, the month. Uh, on Saturday, Richard McHugh, Reese Presley, John Williams, Sam Richardson, Eddie Howells, Lane Cavell, Anthony Crump, uh, Lee Sweeten, Ian Rainsford and Jan, as well as uh, Paz and Whitey of the management team, all walked to Ashby Avenue from Sandy Lane, the, the 29-mile walk, Um also joining them in the last two because they did the walk to uh, Skellingthorpe, I think, uh, the pub called The Plough, uh, where they, they was met by additional friends and Sam's parents, Jill and Stewart. Uh, they were also me- uh, met with Merlin's Scooter Clubs as well as Vesper Club and Knights, who were uh, in, from Rotherham and Lincoln, uh, respectively. It was an early start for the group, as per Mark Whitehouse. Morning all, it's 4.09 in the morning. I'm outside Perry's house waiting to pick him up and this is all I see. He's not coming. But they did make it contrary to the clip and the group set off from Sandy Lane at 5am. Here's a little bit more from Whitey. 0.25k in he's struggling already, he's blowing. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know, Harry's made it. We're 2.15 into the walk. And so far he's stolen from me. Luke's a sport, two bottles of water and a sandwich. Which man comes on a walk, brings a bag, do you see? And there's nothing in it. As mentioned, they all walked from Worksop to Lincoln through, uh, and if you've seen the photos, through the dark, through some boggy fields, through possibly trespassing areas, you know. Uh, but as um, you'll hear in a bit from Richard, Reese Presley planned the route, got them there, got to the pub. They enjoyed the day. Um, Luke, 29 miles. It's some going, isn't it? Oh, what amazing achievement, mate. Um, it's hard to put into words how good that is, what they've done. Uh, it, I think it was nine over nine hours altogether. Uh, great effort from every single person that did it. Hats off to them. Uh, they should be really proud of what they've done. Uh, hats off to Richard for organising it, being Absolutely tremendous. I've spoke to him on the phone and he's he's been brilliant. Uh, he's he, he's 
raised over, I think all together they've raised over 3,000, which is just amazing uh, and all for a good cause. You mentioned it there that you know a lot of pride in that. Um, just, just, but just how will they feel? Uh, and also, they'll, they've definitely done Sam proud with this. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, Sam did like a walk, and uh, I, I'm sure, I'm sure he would be so proud of what they've done. Um, it's, it's an amazing achievement. I mean, some of the lads were, were his, uh, were his schoolmates, and um, yeah. The, it would have been hard for them to do it, but I think they've powered through, done well, uh, and would have been so happy when they got to the ground. So the round of applause from the workshop fans and everybody there. Um, yeah, it, just everyone involved just done an amazing job. There's been a lot of fundraising going off with for Sam as well with the Sponge Fest, which you attended. Uh, that was yeah. a great night, wasn't it? Yes, yes, very good night. Uh, I, uh, I need to say thank you to um, people like Lee Warriner and. Um, and Kieran, Kieran O'Brien in uh, Doncaster, who was a uh, Sheffield Wednesday fan who we knew, uh, they've they've helped out massively. Alex Leverton with the uh, venue, putting all about, and just a collective group from all the all his friends. Everyone, it just it, uh, some of the some of the people that played uh, that I know said it felt like there were a whole of workshop was there, and it did feel it did have that feeling, and it was just it was just a night that was Sam. Live music, people drinking, having a good time, listen, and just and just out and just and just being part of life and solve the party. Yeah, obviously, uh, like like the Jamie folks that we've had at, at the Tigers before, and a good lad as well. He's he performed in a set there, but he's also doing two nights um, at, at the Breakers uh, in a in a week or so. I think it's this coming week, isn't it, Luke? Uh, the 19th and the 26th, or the, the 20th and the 27th, anyway. The the links to all of the GoFundMe pages and uh, any other events that are coming up will be in the description uh, here. But uh, just from them events as well, there's been a lot of photos coming out uh, and the, the photos that Richard sent us to part on social media, uh, what Paz sent us. Uh, it shows that the, especially from you can you know read it a lot into people's uh, into photos and smiles and that, but generally everyone had a smile on the face. They, it looked like there was a proper uh, a camaraderie between them, uh, and they were all talking. And especially with what's gone off with with the the mental health aspect, it's good to see this. Yeah, it's um, the whole town has come together as one uh, because mental health has really. Uh, I think it's always been around, but it's, we've we've come more of aware of it in the last few years. I think, and um, I think it, it's just that's what we need. You need you, we need communities to come together when things like this happen uh, to raise awareness, uh, and then we can try and fight it as much as you can. Uh, and I think beat everyone together will only help that. So when after uh, stopping off a little bit in uh, Lincoln at the Plough. Uh, obviously, uh, Paz and Whitey had to to storm off and and quickly make the uh, make it to the ground so they could take the team uh, into the game. But obviously, they were met with a bigger group that were that went and helped them finish the walk. Uh, they arrived on 19 minutes, uh, obviously because the I think the the two mile walk turned into a little bit further stretch. Um, so here's here's the clip that Richard Nelson and the supporters paid uh, support town works up town supporters page uh, put out. Uh, as well as let's hear from uh, Richard McHugh, Craig Parry, and Mark Whitehouse on the walk and how this meant.
All I can say really, Richard, is congratulations, 29 miles. Uh, firstly, how are your legs? <laughs> aching, aching. Uh, I don't think I'll be getting out of bed tomorrow, but yeah, all for a good cause. Uh, how was the uh, the walk overall? Um, thankfully, it was uh, flat and, and well done to Reese Presley for, for doing the route because uh, uh, it cut some mileage off and it, it was like the crow flight. So uh, it took us down some uh, some some hidden gems uh, we had a bull snarling at us we had we had people wanting to uh to uh, fire the guns off uh, and we, we crossed the the pheasant chute uh, so yeah yeah it was uh, basically um blisters guns in uh, bulls really <laughs> and uh, completing it with a group of mates uh, and as well that were connected with sam it must just make you all so proud to yeah it, were, it was it was it was fantastic we uh, we never finished the stage without everyone together we start together we finish together uh, and yeah it were it were emotional at the end um it, it was it, everyone should be proud everyone like works up as a town um they've come together and uh, they've we've They've been brilliant. The support is unbelievable. And also Paz and, and Whitey joined you this morning. How was it having them? Yeah, yeah, they um to be honest, they, they powered on at the end. Uh they they pushed the pushed the bar. Um and it and it was good. That's probably why I'm so knackered now. Um uh, I joined joined with them in the pace set and talked to him and yeah, really enjoyed really enjoyed the company. And uh, raising over three grand so far on the GoFundMe account, obviously. Uh, Scott's been around getting the bucket collection. Uh, how proud are you? Brilliant, brilliant. Like I say, it works up as a as an old um, somewhere wanderer's own. We, we ought to be proud. Ought to come together more and be proud of this town. And obviously for Sam's mum and dad, a, a tragic time at the minute. It's, it's good to help them as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Lovely family. Lo- lovely, lovely lad. Lovely, lovely parents. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't speak highly of, of Sam. So, yeah, it was just, just a good effort all around. All I have to say is congratulations. You've done yourself proud, obviously, taking that initiative, first of all, and then getting a group in. So, well done. Yeah, Richard. cheers, Dev. Thank you, pal. <laughs> uh, very tough. Uh, actually, more enjoyable than I kind of thought it would be, and I mean that in the really nicest way, because, obviously, someone to walk like myself 29 miles is, is you know, I think personally impossible, but, you know, uh, I actually enjoyed mucking in for a great cause for a great set of people absolutely fantastic set of people uh and an unbelievable we can see you know the, the closeness and the togetherness that 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 they had there just walking around it was a pleasure for me and why to to join in and, and, and it was a pleasure for them to to allow us to join in really and to do it so i'm a bit stiff uh god knows what i'm gonna be like in the morning uh i think i might need a couple of ice baths to, to get my body right but yeah really fully enjoyed it and i hope uh, I hope, you know, they the, the get the, the credit they deserve and raise the funds that they need. So, Mark, you and uh, Paz joined the walk earlier. How was it? I'll be honest, it wasn't the greatest. It was quite hard, to be honest. But saying that, it's for a worthy cause. I think it, it's good that people can come together. Never met the guys. Got together, went on a good walk, talked football, talked about Sam. And it's good that, like I say, works out being a community place is, is, is giving back to the community, really, and thoroughly enjoyed. Obviously, considering what happened with Sam as well, just that general togetherness and and talking uh, it helps a lot. Of course, it does. It, it, it's it's it, unfortunately it's around quite a lot mental health at the minute, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of support out there, but people like us don't really want to 
to call on that and I'd, I'd reach out to anyone if, if they're in those in those situations then go speak to Andy's Man Club and it's okay to talk there's, there's, there's places out there to, to get the answers you need at that point in time and obviously how are the legs? Um, I managed to run after warm up and, and do a bit so um, I'm going to have a takeaway tonight and a few pints and I'll, I'm sure I'll be fine tomorrow <laughs> and um, just finally the, the sort of money that's being raised now three grand they've got over they've had a successful bucket collection it's, it's all good spirit for uh, Sam's mum and dad of course it is I, I, like I say it, it's not enough in, in these instances and as much as we can raise brilliant we've still got the lads to go around so hopefully they'll they'll put uh, some money in and like I say myself and Perry will double that as well so there's some money to the cause three rather heartwarming interviews you could uh, as you mentioned before when we were talking you can hear a lump in the throat uh, Luke yeah, uh, it does. It does leave you a lump in the throat because it's uh, just uh, you. You have a mixture of emotions. I mean, you're proud of everyone what they've done, uh, and it's uh, it just it just makes you feel like how how good this this club is and and the uh, and the town and what and what they've done. Um, I thought they all spoke really well. All for, all three of them that got interviewed. Uh, I thought Richard were were really good, detailed the walk, uh, certain things that happened uh, while they were on the walk with the bull and walking across the pheasant uh, shooting range, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, hats off to them all. I mean, Craig and Craig and Mark, fantastic efforts from the pair of them. Uh, and they all said basically the same thing about for its good cause, how difficult it was. Um the money that was raised uh, and basically yeah, how important mental health is at this moment in time because it's, an, it's a new understanding that we're trying to get said around. And I think, like uh, I think you said in some of the questions about communication and talking to people, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a key factor in, the, in all that. Yeah, as you mentioned, probably Paz and, and Mark didn't have to join at all no. Um, no. but they they had the initiative li- literally as soon as uh, we put the tweet out I got a message from Mark saying that him uh, and Paz would like to, to get on board and, and I put him in touch with Richard and then alas it, this is this has all come out of it and I think it's helped them all as well because it's brought the, the club uh, closer together with people that you know Richard admitted himself that uh, they, you know, with, with Sponge and a few of the other works of pals and and their mates all came down. And obviously, Luke, you've got a great connection with all of them, and they all, yeah. they all came down. Uh, and it's got Hartley and that uh, always come when either Wednesday or away, far far away or not playing. Uh, everyone used to meet up for through the love of football, and we've seen this quite a few times. Um, and obviously, football is sort of a, a, a get out of reality, um, and and your sort of head goes into being with your mates. It's a fun time. Um, and it's really done a lot for people, especially like like for for me as well. I don't know if anyone else else has felt it, um, especially with the lockdown situation since coming out of it and football's being back. There's just been a new lease of life in everyone, um, and it's good that people are getting round. And now there's there's going to be hopefully more talking uh, going on uh, in terms of money raised, uh, a breakdown of figures. So the GoFundMe account currently stands at three thousand five hundred and fifty pounds. Uh, Scott Hartley went round uh, Lincoln with a with a bucket collection. Uh, I know one hundred and eighty pounds of that, I think, was from the Merlin Scooter Club. But overall, they raised four hundred and thirty-seven pounds forty-four p. 
uh, from people putting their hands in the pockets, getting in. I chucked a bit in. I know Glenn did, and a few others were were helping out from Lincoln and Workshop respectively. Um, and and all of this is. I know the club also have had a whip round uh, with the players in the dressing room, and I believe they are planning something with the lads on Saturday. So if you're down there, hopefully you enjoy that. Um, but Luke, obviously being close to Sam's mum and uh, dad, uh, you've been helping them as well. Uh, this news will be absolutely brilliant for him. Yeah, uh, they've been obviously they're going not through a uh, tough time at the minute, uh, but they've been absolutely fantastic. Uh, they come up to the Sponge Fest uh, till midnight, watch the bands, and then they made the trip to Lincoln and walked the three miles. And I just think it's just an amazing effort from them to to come out to come out there uh, for two days straight and doing that. It, it, it's amazing. Uh, and I think they'll be proud uh, of every single one. Uh, I know they're proud of every single person that's helped, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm really happy for them that they've that they've got this uh, response. So it's a sort of um, round this, the walk off. Obviously, there's a little bit more going on, and, and, and I'm sure they'll be still accepting donations. So, as I mentioned, the um, link to the GoFundMe account will be in the description below. Uh, if you choose to donate. Now they've completed the walk. Uh, there's also events going on with Jamie Foxx with the Night for Sponge. Um, that'll be in there. There'll also be uh, a link to the Samaritans uh, website in case you need to talk and you can always ring them on 116123. Um, and and like, like Richard said numerous times um, and, and as Sponge used to say as well, all right, bod, how are you? Just help a friend out. So, yeah, now we'll uh, we'll move on to Lincoln United. So, down at Ashby Avenue, unfortunately, it ended Lincoln United 1-0 at Workshop Town. Andy Janssen's goal was the difference on the afternoon, uh, a poor goal to concede. It was a poor game overall, low on quality. Luke, what did you think? Yeah, um, I, I was surprised with the performance because usually... We uh, we create so many chances. I mean, we had a brief spell, didn't we, in the uh, back end of the first half where we nearly got a goal. Um, and I just think, really, we should have created a lot more because we are better than that. Yeah, you mentioned the chances there. Um, I can remember uh, Tomo going close with a volley. Uh, Gibbo had a, a shot saved. I know backs hit the bar, picked and missed with a, a volley. Hardy had a couple saved. Um, it, it just felt like the quality in the final third just wasn't there. Yeah, um, I mean, it's happened uh, uh, in a couple of games at work, so where uh, we have struggled to create. Um, but um, yeah, I just think uh, I just think we need to just go back to the drawing board and uh, just just have a look at it and, and work hard in training. I believe they're in two days this week, which I think is going to be important. They're going to be important training sessions uh, to get back, to get back onto where, uh, onto, onto the, because uh, it's a tough game against Shildon. So I think we need to, I think we need to dig deep and just, uh, just work, just keep working, keep working at things and just hopefully something will pay off. I think in the, the first half, um, that quality came through James Baxendale, um, in terms of getting the ball in the area and in, in the right areas, um, I think Aaron Sennett-Nielsen had probably his best half for for a few games now. 
um, with with his electric pace on the on the right and his skill. I remember him uh, nutmegging the defender before putting a perfect ball into Tomo, where headed it over. Um, it, it, it's just been a it, it's been a constant uh, problem, unfortunately. I think um, we've mentioned it numerous times. Paz has mentioned it in post match interviews at the start of the season, um, and but obviously we know that. Uh, when you give Liam Hardy the ball in the right areas, he can find the back of the net. Unfortunately, he did so, but the, it was met with the referee's whistle as he pulled the trigger. Um, wh- what a moment of madness, Luke. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I couldn't, I, I wasn't there for that moment because uh, I was dealing with something off the field. Um, but basically from what i've heard uh, we didn't get the rubber the green like the 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 rubber the green that Mars got on tuesday where they missed the, their they missed their chance for advantage and they got drawn back for a penalty where we've gave, should have got the advantage and we scored from it and the rest gave it gave us a free kick instead i thought that was extremely unlucky and it, i don't understand why that why that happens in football because it does it happens in you see it in the football league and uh, a lot, and uh, it's uh, yeah, mind blowing. It was such a strange moment as well, just because obviously Connor was carrying the ball, and yes, he he was felled on the edge, but the ball rolled straight into the path of Hardy, and it wasn't like the the Lincoln had already stepped in and sort of picked up the ball. He sort of took one touch to round the defender, and as he hit it, the referee blew, blew the whistle. It was that? It was absolutely, utterly ridiculous. And um, I know, obviously, Bax is very vocal and said some expletives. I think, but um, it is a justifiable uh, frustration from everyone, uh, and that that was coupled up with another decision that was um, I can't remember who put the ball in, but <clears throat> Tom Linson brought the ball down showed tremendous movement to get past the defender but then he was hyped down and probably a little bit more favourable towards the referee as Tomo did go down sort of um, dramatically but another penalty decision that's been waved away for nothing Yeah uh, it's just uh, he, he just summed the afternoon up because uh, yeah I mean the, the penalty was a was a joke. Uh, I, I just think um, I think the referee uh, got that wrong, and like like I know it's, it's said a lot in football, but it, it probably would have changed the game because then we wouldn't have been chasing the game, uh, and they would probably might not have scored. You know, and it's um, it, it, it just uh, it puts into perspective how important them decisions can be. Certainly in the second half, because uh, we we had most of the ball, we just. Uh, we, we just couldn't create anything, could we? Obviously, there's a little bit of bias uh, coming from the Works Uptown media team in this. Um, and I think there, there is, always has, but I feel like overall we can be fair. Um, Lincoln, uh, we'll have a word on them now. Obviously, they had uh, a shot in the opening minute. I think they had another shot just after that that went over the bar. They had an acrobatic effort that went narrowly wide before they uh, scored in, in very fortunate fashion. Uh, it, it was a poor goal to concede, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was just confusion. Uh, unfortunately, that happens in football. And uh, Seb's a great keeper; he's been great for us, uh, and he's just a lapse of error. And it, it was one nil, and we've lost the game. And uh, I just, uh, I just think it's something we can't. He's just got to put to learn from, put to the back of his mind, and uh, go on to Saturday because uh, he, he's a great keeper. But he was just, uh, yeah, he was just. Just a lapse of concentration at the bike and that was it.
Yeah, it was. It was unfortunate. It was just a misjudgment. Um, obviously, a high ball. I thought, arguably, he said probably should have left out just because I think Gibbons had enough time to to sort it out. Um, but fair play to Lincoln. You know, they hatched that game plan. Uh, they sort of sat in. I thought uh, ex Tiger Kern Miller and other centre half uh, Callum Foster was absolutely resolute at the back. Um, both of them. Uh, headed everything, they got their foot on everything. There was tremendous in tackling, apart from when he t- he uh, he thwarted uh, Tomlinson in the area, did Foster. But overall, I think um, Lincoln sat in with two banks of four, did it really well. Um, you could tell that there was aim, the aim was to really um, sort of sit in limit works. So we they probably knew that we get frustrated in them areas, meaning that. One lucky break could change it, and it did, and it ended their run of uh, six get, uh, six straight defeats. Uh, Luke, uh, what were your thoughts on their game plan? Yeah, look, looking on their point of view, um, like you said, they they did they had some chances as well. You know, they did create stuff. It weren't like that was the only shot. There. Um, I, I thought they they were they were defensively strong. Uh, they didn't give us a second on ball. Uh, I thought we found it difficult when we played it inside uh, into feet because they were just there all the time and just clearing. What, like you said, one every head and one every tackle at the bike. And when that happens, you fight a losing battle because they just they just meet everything's just meat and drink for them. And uh, fair play to Lincoln, uh, it, it, it was it it was a great win for him. So to finalise this uh, segment, let's hear from manager Craig Parry. I think it's a game we didn't deserve to lose. I think I think that's clear. And I think again we've come up against twelve men with a referee. How he's how he's disallowed the goal at nil nil. How he's not gave a penalty is beyond me. But I can't keep coming out here and blaming the referee. Yeah, we have had injustice on that side of things. But you know the quality from us. You know, you look at it two ways. They've had one shot. We've we've physically gifted them an absolute calamity at the back. Gifted them a goal, and then you're up against it. So uh, for me. Did we deserve anything from the game? Possibly, yeah, we should. But like I said, I, it's it's coming time now. I can't keep coming out here and, and, and repeating this. So I think I'm gonna have to look at the squad and and, and, and look at you know people in there because the, the the lack of quality second half was was you know was dreadful really. Obviously, going in from the performance on Tuesday night against Mars, the amount of endeavour, the amount of effort. Yeah. How disappointing is it that we couldn't transfer any of that into today? I think the lads put the effort in. I don't think it's lack of effort. I think it's just basically lack of quality. I think in certain areas, I think we're lacking certain, you know, certain players, and it's not to do with shapes of football. It's not to do with styles of play. It's just basically down to simple reason is that we are in the position in the league we are. And we are there because the quality of our play at the minute in time is is that reason. So you know we've got to we want to be challenging you know for the playoffs and up there, and not just settle for eight, seven, six. You know we want to we want to be up there doing that. And at the minute in time, we're not showing the quality you know, quality to do that. You know one or two are in there, but we can't keep putting in scratch performances. We've got to now we you know we're well into the season, well into the season. We've got to start. You know, taking responsibility for for the quality of, of, of ourselves on the pitch, and it's got to it's got to hurt Mark. It's certainly hurting me, and um, my job basically to react on that. And I certainly will react this over this weekend. Uh, we've got obviously a, a week half no midweek game, yeah. uh, and then Children on next Saturday at home. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they're up there at the minute. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts going into that one? 
I think first thing we're gonna we have to get into training this week, you know, Tuesday, Thursday and work hard. Uh, I think from that point then we'll we'll look at the we'll look at the game, you know, you know, this Saturday but at the moment in time I'm not even my you know, Shilson's not even in my in my, my thoughts. At the minute in time I need to I need to reassess this game, probably take a little bit of sting out of it tomorrow where I've got a bit a bit a bit, a bit more of a clearer head. Uh, and 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 yeah, take the the uh, Take the game, you know, probably start thinking about the game Thursday, you know, once once we've digested this game. And we're back and let's preview the next game. Uh, obviously on Saturday the twentieth of November. We welcome Shildon from the North East to Sandy Lane. Uh, they are currently second. However, Mask play Ponty on Tuesday night. We record Monday, so oh, in the dis- no disrespect to Pontefract. Um, with how strong Mask are, you'd expect them to uh, to leapfrog uh, Shildon in second, meaning that Shildon will probably be in third place by the time we play them. Uh, they are currently six points behind leaders Liversidge. Uh, they're currently on a six-game winning run as well. Their last defeat came against Bridlington, so it shows a, maybe shows a little bit of um, frailties that we may be able to exploit. Uh, Luke, how much of an ask is this going to be? Yeah, uh, like you say, uh, the the record on at the minute is amazing. The six game unbeaten run. Uh, I, I've seen the uh, Bridlington uh, results, so it, it it does think well if they can beat them, why can't we beat them? So, but uh, I think what they've scored uh, ten goals in the last six games and then conceded two, so it shows the strong balance they have in the side. And uh, I think for us to get something from this game, we're going to have to be on his A game and we need to, hopefully it'll be a, it will be a fantastic response to get something from the game. With um, with the performance that we saw against Mask, uh, obviously, Luke, you wasn't there, but you've heard certainly a lot from me anyway about how we performed. Does yeah. that give a little bit of confidence going into that game, knowing that we can match the best? Yeah, because we we have played some some sides some good sides this year and 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 beat them or got a, or got a, got a point. So you you you're, you're looking at uh, you're expecting a kind of a game like that, and when you're seeing good results like that, it, it does feel confidence because the players will uh, the players will be wanting to play against the best and beat the best in the league that, that'll be the mentality and I think uh, hopefully that motivation and a couple of days training prior will 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 give them the uh, the extra energy they need to get something obviously looking on the face of it uh, Shildon have won four of their six games in the league um, on their travels we have won three drawn two and lost three of our eight home games Um our form at the Windsor Food Service Stadium is something that's been cause for concern. Uh, how good would this be if we could get a result on Saturday? Yeah, because uh, if if we could get a result on Saturday, if we won, uh, you could the crowd would just be uh, they'd be it'd be electric. The atmosphere would be there. The feel good factor would be back at Worksop, and it would it would give Worksop fans a, a full Worksop uh, fan. Uh, uh, attendance to to see a proper 
professional uh, performance that we have seen on the travels a lot this season. You know, where they've they've got over the line against tough sides and they've defended well. And you know, I think we're going to need to defend well and obviously attack well. And I think everyone's just got to be on their A game. And it, it would be great if we got a result. Obviously, we mentioned about Saturday. Um, also, having sort of not being able to make ground on fifth placed Osset, who drew to Sheffield FC at the weekend. Uh, Dunstan also didn't play because they were in, involved in the FA Trophy. Uh, I think they lost on penalties to Marine. Um, as I was looking earlier, because the draw has been made, I think if you're interested, uh, Marine play Bradford Park Avenue next. Uh, but anyway, back to us. Um, it, we missed an opportunity to sort of make ground on that top uh, top five. Um, and certainly with how Saturday's result went, the performance with, with Mask, it'd be nice to sort of show why we should be in that contention. And this, that, that was something that Parry sort of stressed, saying that if we want to be in them positions, we can't settle for performances like Saturday. Uh, yeah. I think, um, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, I think if we perform like we did on Saturday, I think we're going to get turned over, and it, it, it could be a really toxic environment. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I'll be surprised if that happens. I think I'm expecting some fight on uh, Saturday. Oh, I'm on Saturday to uh, to right the wrongs uh, from the Saturday before because. Uh, I think uh, we do usually respond pretty well, so I am expecting a good performance from Workshop. We end November with a fixture on the twenty third. Before you know, we do a little review of the month. Um, we welcome our old friends and sort of old landlords, uh, to so to speak. Hansworth will be travelling to Sandy Lane again for the first time since I think they left in twenty nineteen. Um, so Luke, uh, a, a good opportunity in in the quarterfinals, but Hansworth still possess a big threat. Yeah, uh, it'll be a local derby. Uh, I'm guessing they'll bring a few over with with them, so there'll be uh, there could be uh, some good a good atmosphere. Uh, they have uh, several of our uh, ex-players like uh, Jed Phillips and Andrew Gascoigne and Kyle Jordan, which I've seen on the website. Um, and I, I'm expecting them to not make it easy for us. Uh, they're a good side, like you say. Uh, they've got a bit of quality. I mean, we know the quality in them players uh, that have said there. Um, uh, and I think uh, when you play teams like this, they, it, it's not straightforward or clear-cut. They, they make it hard for us. I remember when, when we played Hallam and with Dents and uh, Patterson and Co coming, up, coming over, we drew 2-2, two, two, they made it hard for us. We couldn't, we couldn't create anything. And if Hansworth do that, it could be a, a real tight game. Just to add to the sort of cohort that um, Hansworth have uh, currently of Worksop, uh, former Worksop Town players, uh, in their last game against Hemsworth Miners Welfare, um, as you mentioned, and Andy Gascoigne plays for him. Uh, they also have Alfie Smith, who was in our under twenty ones. He was, in fact, he was our under twenty ones captain during our League Cup under nineteen's League Cup triumph. Um, they also have Jordan Lonshaw, who was a part of that run in the under nineteens as well. A fantastic talent who played for Sheffield Wednesday. Um, to that, that was in their squad. Uh, I know Arbwine's 
uh, on dual registration from us, so probably won't play. Uh, in their registered players on the NCL website, obviously, the, the, the Northern, Co- Northern Counties East League website is absolutely tremendous if, if they are watching. So I'm hoping the MPL take note, um, <laughs> just for general ease. Uh, the joint manager is Aidan Spall, uh, Aidan Spowers, who used to be the under-19s manager, as we know. Um, they also have, um, just going down their list, the, as you mentioned, KJ is there, uh, well, on the books, at least. Uh, they've got Cicel Nioni on there, Jed Phillips, as you mentioned, uh, Tommy Roebuck, who was a, um, sort of a player that signed under Ryan Hindley but never turned up. Um, and they've also got Ben Townsend, former goalkeeper. So it's, it's going to be quite a nice fixture. There's there's a lot of riding on it. Obviously, this is the first time that Pete has met Hansworth um, since leaving there. Um, and it, it, there's a lot of riding on it, Luke. Yeah, uh, I think uh, there's a lot at stake because it's pride as well as um, bragging rights, isn't it, against uh, both clubs? Because, like you said, I think it's the first time the visitors and Angeles have left. Uh, so they'll probably they'll be they'll be going to to uh, what you call it, to turn us over to turn us over and cause an upset. Uh, but I think uh, we take pride in this in this cup competition. I think it's one of the most successful. It's his most successful uh, to- uh, cup. Uh, so hopefully we can add another one to the uh, on the list uh, in May. Yeah, and as I mentioned, it won't be easy. Uh, Hansworth currently sit fourth in the NCL table. Uh, they've won eight of their last ten games. They've only lost one of those as well. Uh, to get to the quarterfinals, uh, in the first round, they beat Peniston Church 3-2. Uh, Mitchell Dunn and Leon Harworth scored, uh, with Harworth scoring two. Uh, tremendous talent he is, um, as, as I've mentioned, and I don't like to brag too much. Uh, but someone did save his penalty at Sunday League level um, for Sheffield Sixers against Sean at Ridgeway, so I'll, I'll take that on my CV. Um, <laughs> and then they beat Sheffield FC, who are in our league, uh, with 10 men. Uh, James Oliver, Kane Reese, and that man, Mitch Dunn, again, causing a threat. Uh, Mitch Dunn used to play for Sheffield FC as well, so they're a bit of bite in that goal there. Uh, a tremendous player as well. They've got some fantastic players uh, in there, so it should be... Uh, interesting viewing. Yeah, yeah, it will. Uh, I think uh, even even if you're a neutral, just come down to the game because it'll be. Uh, if you've got nothing to do, and I don't think there's any uh, any Champions League or anything on, so get yourself down to Sunday Lane because it's uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a good game, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, who needs to watch the Ronaldo's of this world when yeah. you've got Liam Harder? There's yeah. no need to watch the the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more close. Yeah, it's, it's a tin pot competition compared to uh, Sheffield Senior Cup, uh, one that I love, and it would, would be nice to see us lift again after going in 2012. I mean, it, it's a great competition because you go to a quite big ground, it's a good day out for the fans. Uh, it's uh, it, it just gives a nice feel factor around the town as well, and uh, it puts uh, Parry into the uh, record books with the other managers that have gone down and have won it. So that's the end of Tiger Talk for this week. Uh, Luke has just had to nip off, so I'm doing this outro on my own. Uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, obviously, we hope you enjoyed, and obviously the the heartwarming story of the, the group of lads getting together to walk for Sponge. Um, hopefully you, you got a lot out of that. Um, remember, if you are feeling low, there are people willing to help 
Um, there are charities there willing for you to you know to listen and be that helping hand if you need. Then, um, at that point, uh, below in the description, there's going to be a link to obviously Samaritans, but there's also the GoFundMe account to, uh, if you'd like to donate to the walk, um, as well as the other events going on. Uh, from a football perspective, uh, make sure to follow the club on Facebook, uh, and we're more regularly. On Twitter, uh, you can find live update feeds from either myself, from Josh, from Michael or Luke. Um, and hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, and until next time, up the Tigers.